back in everyone to the lucky bets podcast with dylan corbett here today uh it was kind of i don't want to say it was a lot of upsets this past week but uh kind of in a way you know uh, we'll jump into the week 10 cash-ins uh the three that i said i was on last week went three for three actually so that was yes pretty great on my part uh minnesota over buffalo with josh mm. allen as well so that was uh the other kind of factor on top of that that you know i was kind of like eh, i'll go minnesota if josh allen isn't playing i stayed with minnesota right. and uh they somehow got that job done it was a hell of a game i was just sitting there like what the hell is going on it was crazy um you know there's video circulating now of one of the best to do it the vikings play-by-play guy for radio paul allen mm-hmm. he's like he's such a homer he like he lives and breathes the uh purple uh it, you know it's energetic to watch yeah crazy that was uh I was actually on the Bills in just a teaser where I needed. I'm like, Josh Allen, what? People still think the Vikings are going to win? I just needed them to win by one, and Josh Allen throws it to Patrick Peterson, of all people, who actually had a good game. Yeah, uh, yeah game the, of the year, right? That was great. Yeah, and that that catch by Justin Jefferson, I, oh. I swear that man is something different. I mean, he had the the one that set him up for the field goal in OT that I thought they were for sure going to at least get the touchdown. He's like, he's, you know, falling down in the five-yard line, twisting out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, I mean, with Chase out, you know, it's got to be Jay Jettas right now for, and Cups out too, you know. He's yeah. kind of announcing himself as number one. Oh, for sure. Uh, Indy got the win with Jeff Saturday over the Raiders. How about that? I ended up uh, eventually tailing you on that. And Matt Ryan, oh, oh, thank goodness. You know, I think that was the right call. It's not pretty, but he'll he'll get the job done more than Sam Ellinger. Well, and then we finally saw Jonathan Taylor get back to being Jonathan Taylor with a big old run this week as well. So nice to see, and I'm rooting for Jeff Saturday. I I don't care if it's an unpopular opinion. I'd like to see him do well. It was awesome. Yeah, people were, uh, you know, Bill Cower. Oh, my goodness. As soon as he went on his rant, you knew it was uh, ready for Jeff Saturday. He's just, you know, he's a guy's guy. He's a football guy. And you mentioned Jonathan Taylor. I, you know, I, I don't know if this was the, I can't confirm this was the factor, but he called out the offensive line. He's like, hey, guys, what the hell? And that's a guy that's obviously anchored in offensive line as whole arguably hall of fame career so i would like to think he had a really good impact on that and i think it showed heck yeah and then uh arizona got the win over the rams neither starting quarterback played uh Mm. an ugly game but arizona still got it done uh the rams i think they're they're in trouble uh not gonna have cut for however long Stafford is he was out last week with a concussion he just isn't playing all that great now he doesn't have his number one guy I think they're in trouble for the rest of this season uh possibly at risk of not even making the playoffs is where I'm sitting right now with those guys I agree and uh you know all of a sudden Arizona hanging tough even without Kyler Murray which is interesting too Hollywood Brown supposed to eventually come back um yeah still a lot to be uh undecided uh in the National Football League Yep, and then uh, some other upsets this past week. Not really an upset, but Detroit over Chicago. You had Justin Fields go off for another quarterback one week and lose. Uh, Mm -hmm. Chicago just tough there. Green Bay actually decided to show up and play and look like the Green Bay Packers. How about Christian Watson? Mm -hmm. Uh, Them getting the win over Dallas and Philly 
loses their first game of the year to Washington. Uh, I I saw an announcement today. Taylor Heineke will be the starting quarterback. Why why are we even why are we even considering yeah Carson Wentz? I know you paid him money, but he he's not the guy. Taylor Heineke's been the guy the past two years that goes out and gets the job done for you. And the whole team kind of rallies around him as well. I, I just I like Washington. I, I like to root for him. I like Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was it was fun to see them uh get that win over the over the Eagles this week. Yeah, uh, double trouble for me because I liked, uh, you know, I think we talked about after week two, I was like, I loved the commanders. I took them to win the NFC East and that quickly went in the toilet. So I'm kind of hoping they stick with Heineke. Chase Young about to come back to make mm-hmm. a season debut. Like it's an outside chance. They split with the Eagles. But again, I, you know, what I'm seeing from the Eagles last night, you know, that was a team playing a bit more scared than an undefeated team. And yeah. he heard from AJ Brown that he's kind of like, all right, we're not 17 and 0 anymore. So it definitely was wearing on them a little bit. But I mean, good lord, that division is wide open. Right. Uh, I, and again, I keep waiting for maybe not the Cowboys, but I, I don't know who the strongest team in that division is yet. It could be the Giants. Who knows? <laughs> right. Oof. Uh, so let's hop into week 11 lines. Uh, lines that I am taking this week. We're going to go with Chicago over Atlanta. I just, I don't see how Justin Fields can continue to play the way that he's playing, even though it's not a lot in the passing game. I just don't see how he can continue to play like that and they not win a game. Uh, And this is a great week to do it against Atlanta. Um, I'm also going to do the Jets over the Patriots. Uh, I I just don't know with uh, that entire division. You got Miami on top and then, or not Miami. Yeah, this is who's all in this division. You got Miami, Buffalo, and then these two teams. Yes, Buffalo just you know lost to Minnesota. They're in third uh, place. Yeah. They were the preseason Super Bowl favorite. Uh, yeah. You know, it's again it's a competitive division, but uh, all's not too well at Orchard Park, right? And I mean the Jets and the Patriots, they're. Two teams that'll compete. I think it'll be a good game. I think the Jets will get it there. Uh, Minnesota, I think they continue to ride high after last week. Uh, and Dallas, you know, coming off of a loss to Green Bay, it yeah. could be a sluggish week for them. So I'll take Minnesota there. And then give me the Steelers over Cincinnati. I just, I feel like Joe Burrow struggles against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. They have TJ Watt back. Uh, I I think it's shaping up to be an upset for Pittsburgh over Cincinnati there. And then keep an eye on Indy going up against the Mm. Eagles. Eagles coming off that loss. Indy, possibly they're real excited now that, hey, new coach went out and got a win over, you know, the Raiders. It's not a huge win, but, (laughs) uh, you know, Philly could be, could be feeling down after last week with Indy, you know, coming off that momentum. So I'm not, I'm not going to make that an official pick, but just something to keep an eye on. I, hey, I would love it. Um, I, a little bit of a bounce back letdown factor that I'm worried about to where I'm just going to watch it as a fan, but my buddy who's an Eagles fan. I, you know, I was glad to finally humble him. And now we'll see if maybe the Colts can continue to do that. Jeff Saturday home debut. I bet yeah. that place will be going nuts. Um, I'm a little worried about my pick. I've got two here for you because uh, you've been red hot. I'm going the Falcons because I, I here's why the Bears, I don't know how they're doing it with Justin Fields, but they're doing it because they're the Bears. 
Um, yeah. You know, I was on the Lions uh, last week, which ended up paying off, and that's the Lions. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big Dan Campbell guy, and uh, you know, he got that win because I think that's more of an ind- indictment of the Bears. But I guess you know, we'll see because this is the Falcons. This game lines up for Mariota to be in a shootout with Fields. Right. Can he do it? I think that's going to be the key for Atlanta to win that. Uh, I don't love it, but I'll take Atlanta, I guess, there on the money line. And then I've just been talking about the commanders, but maybe this sets up for the plus three and a half for the Texans. I just like the number here. There's a team that also beat the Eagles or kept it close. I beg your pardon. But, uh, you know, it's a a team that could keep things close. Maybe they get a win at home. Um, And then the commanders, obviously, in a letdown coming off the huge division win against the previously undefeated Eagles. Uh, So those are two lines I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, uh, you know, I just Atlanta. You know, they they were at the top of this division. Then you know they won a game against Carolina. They shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Then they play a Carolina again, and Carolina kind of shows them this is what's up. Yep. Uh, I just think they're they're going to be down a bit this week. Uh, so let's hop into DFS. Then uh, I brought it a little closer. It's five to yes. four now. Uh, five, four, and one. Well, we're still counting that one <laughs> week as a draw. Uh, and just got to put a little humble brag in here that uh, I, I beat you by eight, but I had mm. two guys score absolutely nothing. One guy, I don't even think. So <laughs> <laughs> was it your uh, tight end? Let me guess. Was it uh, your uh, boy, the tight end? Quintarius? Yeah, I think it was Quintariano. Yeah, I don't think he <laughs> yeah. even played. Or no, it was McCole Hardman who didn't even play. Quintariano, I think he had one target. Uh, (laughs) Sadly, it wasn't a touchdown this time. Right, this time. uh, (laughs) But this week, uh, I'm going to kind of try to stick to the same game plan, uh, sticking with the quarterback, Justin Fields, two back-to-back quarterback one weeks, 42 in the week previous, 39 in this past week, uh, 7,600. And again, like I said, going up against Atlanta, I think it's a good matchup and – I just, if he continues to play the way he's playing, he'll at least give me 30 out of this spot, which is what I'm hoping for. I mean, no kidding. Uh, I've been loving it as a dynasty league owner of Justin Fields. Uh, He's been carrying my team and I like benched him for the first two quarterback league too. I didn't, well, I guess I did have him out there, but I like that play. Um, I'm going to go with a running quarterback, but not as prestigious. Uh, Daniel Jones uh, against uh, Detroit. This lines up for a big passing day. This lines up for a big rushing day, probably for Barkley, but uh, maybe Jones can scamper 40. You know, I'll take some free points, but I'll go uh, him as my QB. Yeah, he. Uh, I think I had him on my start list uh, for my fantasy show, actually, because how, how can you look at a quarterback and be like, oh, he's going against Detroit and not he's be right. like, yeah, maybe I'll start him, you know? I, I for 5,700, too, for DFS. Yeah, I think uh, he he might be a decent play this week. At the running back position, I'm going to try to go a big boy here and then not so much a big boy. We'll go Dalvin Cook going against Dallas. It's going to be a tougher matchup uh, as Dallas is fourth against the running back position, but he was the running back two last week in three of his last five games. He's got 20 points. Uh, I think it'll be all right for him, and – I don't know how he continues to do it because it's against tougher opponents, but uh, running back two against Buffalo's defense, pretty impressive. I'll take him for 8,000. 
And then uh, here's here's my flyer for the running back. We'll take Latavius Murray mm-hmm. now on the Broncos. I don't honestly know what running back it's going to be for the Broncos, if any. Uh, but Vegas is 29th against the running back position. Last three weeks have been rough for Vegas. Running back one, running back three, running back one. So <laughs> hopefully it's Latavius that's the running back this week that uh, can at least – he doesn't need to get a top – fantasy week just somewhere in the top 10 would uh work for me but pretty pretty much a flyer there uh 5,000 fits in the budget yeah and uh, you just need them to fall in the end zone basically um yeah you've got the Raiders have Derek Carr out here crying uh in his presser because they're so bad uh hard to ignore Joe Mixon off of his impressive performance from two weeks ago is coming off the bye not exactly a great matchup against the Steelers, but I imagine with Chase still out, they're going to lean on him again. Right. Um, Pierce is just a reliable guy, although he's kind of tailed off from his hot start. Washington's a good team, but uh, I'm going to try and uh, kind of go, you know, these upper, you know, not absolute locks at the position, but guys that you can kind of count on, I guess, in Mixon and Pierce. Yeah, and Mixon was somebody I was trying to fit in my lineup, uh, but trying to go with the two wide receivers that I wanted to go with. I couldn't make yeah. it viable. Uh, speaking of those wide receivers, we're going to go with the Minnesota and Dallas game. Just period. We're going uh, Justin Jefferson and CD lamb. I think it's this game. I think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah. Dallas has a good defense, but just Justin Jefferson can do it against anyone. I mean, literally one hand falling backwards takes it out of the defender's two hands just phenomenal this guy cannot be covered uh so i'm taking justin jefferson he was the wide receiver two last week against buffalo uh his last two games 17 catches 308 yards two touchdowns dallas last week just gave up the wide receiver three i I think it's going to shape up to be great for him 9100 there uh and obviously taking cd lamb on the other side uh as minnesota's 29th against the receiver position cd lamb was the wide receiver one last week actually sunk me in uh my main league that i had a three-game win streak sucked but he helped me win another league so i was it was right double-edged sword there uh minnesota they gave up the wide receiver nine and the wide receiver seven last week so like i said i just think it's shaping up to be big time fantasy days for both these wide receivers and then my last wide receiver flyer here. He was only 3,200. It's a shot in the dark, but we'll take Nelson Aguilar going against the uh, jets. I don't expect much, but maybe he'll get something. Yeah. No kidding. You never know with the Patriots. They, they, it's like they intentionally work in the game plan. Somebody new, whether it be previous years, the running back now receiver. Uh, well, I hate to do this to you because I somehow fit Jefferson and CD in my lineup as well. <laughs> so I got those two questionable is the designation for Justin Jefferson. I guess I should ask you, is that any it's, worry or is it just procedural? So I saw it was his toe. Um, unless he is Michael Thomas, I think we'll be okay. Yep. Uh, honestly, he didn't have anything happen in the game. Right. To lead us to worry to anything. Probably just. I don't know, sprained a toe or something in practice. I think he'll be fine. Um, if it was any bigger news, like the experts would be letting us know, hey, yeah, there's something Steer serious away. going on. So right. uh, I, I think it'll be all right. Uh, 
So we'll yeah. uh, roll with them yeah. out there for sure. So Jay Jettas, uh, Lamb, and then I, I love this guy. And now that Brandon Cooks is basically like wanting to get off the team. How about Nico Collins? If he could just stay healthy, he too is questionable right now. I know he's been battling injury, um, but 4,100. I like him as a flyer as, you know, I could see just based on volume, you know, getting up into that 12 point mark. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Brandon Cooks, he didn't play the week before. I didn't think he would play this week either. Turns out he had a catch or two. Uh, yeah, right. I was shocked to see that because it was zero for most of the game. I was like, ah, he must have just not played again this week. And then pops up with a catch. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, he's still running routes. Okay, yeah, might as well try and get a couple catches. All right. So at the tight end position, uh, a guy that I last week when we talked about the Bears game, I said he's probably the only other player you you could uh start for that bears offense we're gonna go with cole Komet, pairing that with justin fields uh seems to be the only guy that benefits in the passing game from justin fields 100 yeah. yards through the air uh <laughs> atlanta's 24th against the tight end position last week he was the tight end one last two games 22 23 points only 4100 uh which is kind of expensive for a tight end uh normally i'm in the 3000 range by this point so fit him in i like it uh we'll take him and then doubling up on tight ends guy that i've been kind of plugging into my lineup the past few weeks Jawan johnson yep uh for the saints going up against the rams who are fifth but he was the uh tight end for last week he's had a touchdown in the last two games so let's make it three in a row i like it i like it you know i'm doing the same i got hayden hurst um for my tight end uh, we know what we're getting, you know, it's, it's eight points and we hope it's, uh, you know, he, he had the back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. It's been a drought since we'll see if he can get one, uh, after his goose egg, when I had him in a lineup two weeks ago, he put up a respectable 15. I don't know how he fits, but he finds death taxes and me putting Tyler Higby in the flex position. Uh, Tyler Higby is there again. Saints are number one against tight ends, but who, who, who Stafford thrown to? You know, I'm kind of licking my chops because the one, you know, my my worst fantasy team out of my seven leagues, like I have Allen Robinson. I'm like, oh, just maybe. Can I actually get a win this week? Just because like how it's shaping up with the cup injury. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I did mention you on yesterday's show when I said, do not start Tyler Higby, mostly <laughs> just because I knew you were going to be putting him in your lineup. So, <laughs> yes. No, good call. We must do this every week. You know, me. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, and then defensively, uh, I talked about it earlier when I was talking about games that I'm taking. I'm going to take the Steelers' defense. They're fairly cheap, 2300 Uh, I think with T.J. Watt back in this lineup, because if we roll it back to week one, he was out for most of that game because he got hurt during that game. Uh, mm-hmm. And for most of the time he was in, the Bengals struggled. So I think, again, the it's going to be tougher for Burrow going up against the Steelers' defense, uh, maybe force a few turnovers. Speaking of, did Burrow not have, I think, three turnovers uh, in that game? So I, I like that play. Uh, I think Cincinnati's going to struggle. I'm going with the Colts. Uh, I don't know what I saw out of that Eagles team on Monday. It was uh, a little bit more like their playoff loss in embarrassing fashion. I think that's a little bit more of their identity than what we've been crowning them all season. Uh, so we'll see if the Colts, you know, a respectable middle of the pack defense can kind of pick on the Eagles when they're down a little bit. Yeah, possibly. And uh, I want to backtrack, 
backtrack to the Broncos a little bit. I was going to watch the game, turn it on. There's no sound on CBS. I don't know what CBS's problem was. Uh, so no sound on it. I was like, all right, I'll just flip over to the Bills and the uh, mm. Vikings. It gets to halftime in that game. I'm like, all right, I'll switch it back to the Broncos game, see what's going on. As soon as I turn it on, flea flicker touchdown, turned it right back <laughs> off. I was like, no, thank you. I'm not watching yeah. this. Uh, so now let's get into the prop bets where Dylan is absolutely sweeping me. You have almost a 10-point lead now. Uh, 34 right. to 26 here. I don't know what else to do, so we're just gonna <laughs> we're just yeah. gonna keep diving in. Uh, let's, let's start with the quarterback position: Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson? Who's going to have a higher percentage of their team's yards this yeah. week? Uh, Fields going up against Atlanta, Lamar against Carolina. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Lamar was in for. I mean, Carolina looked okay this past week. It was the Falcons. I mean, you just got to ride the hot hand. Uh, I have a feeling you're going with Justin Fields, but I'll yeah. go with Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this was a interesting way to do this uh, line of who's going to have the higher percentage of team yards, uh, yeah. which is something we haven't done. And if if we just look at the Bears offensively, it is Justin Fields. I don't know right. the number exactly, but it's got to be somewhere in the 75% of the team's yards are from Justin Fields the past two weeks. So uh, I like him for that category. A uh, guy mm-hmm. that you're going to start in your DFS, Daniel Jones going up against Detroit. Is he going to get higher or lower his fantasy projection of this week, which is 17 and a half points? Go higher, baby. Let's do it. Uh, I yeah, I was worried that was a little bit more than nine, uh, closer than nineteen. But you know, I feel like Daniel Jones can get this done. It's setting up for just a great matchup, and uh, you know, he's projected to be in the what top eight. So I'm going to say he's going over. Yeah, and I mean, he if we look at him, he's been a that streaming guy for the whole year because he's hasn't done anything terrible but he hasn't really gone off at all. Uh, right. 17 and a half. This is, I'm assuming is his highest projection of the season. Uh, and I have to imagine it's because he's going up against Detroit. So I'll go higher there as well. And he, he's only gone over it three times. Like he was at 18 uh, this last time. And then he had the 21 back against Chicago and then the 28 against Jacksonville. I mean, he does well via matchup. So. Right. Right, and this is a this is a hell of a matchup for it. Yeah. Um, another guy that you're going to have in your DFS, Joe Mixon, mm-hmm. is he going to have a higher or lower his total that he had against Pittsburgh in Week One? That total was 21 and a half. Does he go higher or lower than that this time against Pittsburgh? You know what? I'll hedge my bet a little bit here because it's either he's going to go off again, picking up right where he left off, or it's just going to be a random dud for Mixon. So I'll go under here. Oh, you're going under. Yeah, so that's I'm hedging myself a little bit. Either he go. goes off in DK or maybe I'll extend my lead here. There you go. I was going under as well. So I was Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I was hoping because you had him in your lineup, you were gonna go higher there. Uh well, all right. We're we're three for three sticking on the same lines here. Uh Jonathan Taylor going up against Philly this week. Is he gonna have higher or lower 18 fantasy points? Uh he had 24.3 last week. I think it's only the second time he's gone over the 20 mark. Uh, so is he going to go higher, lower than 18? 
Let's go higher. I mean, Jeff Saturday found the secret formula. It's hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor 22 times. Uh, who would have thought? Apparently, Frank Reich forgot. Um, yep. You know, like he, Tennessee and Washington, he had great games just rushing the football, but they didn't give it to him enough. Right. And it was like, yeah, they had to throw into it. But, yeah, I don't know. I think the cold season is, you know, we just washed two games down the uh, toilet, basically, there with Sam Ellinger, but. You know, if they're going to stay in it and they are in it, it's going to be with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I'm going higher uh, as well. We saw it last year. He was the guy. I don't know what made us think even after week one when he was the guy that he wasn't the guy for the next however many games. Uh, But and maybe it's just because I've got weird stereotypes in my head. Jeff Saturday being an offensive lineman. He's gonna want to run the ball. Yep, that's, there you go. that's just what they what offensive linemen like to do. So uh, I'm going higher there as well. All right, since we both have Justin Jefferson and CD Lamb, <laughs> right. which receiver in this game is gonna have more receptions? Last week, Jefferson had 10, CD Lamb had 11. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, the CD. I I was in an A team league and I uh, I sat CD because I just did not see this game coming from him. You know, like I had to. I mean, I had Cup and like D Hop, so I kind of had to. But Cup ended up screwing me. I'm gonna go with uh, CD here. I just think I, I don't know. I I think they're just gonna ride the hot hand. Um, I'm expecting probably a big game from him if he's going against Peterson. But you know, he's probably not gonna get shadowed the whole time. I don't know. I like CD by like one catch. Right. Uh, I, I'm probably just going to go and it worries me because if this toe injury is something that was that my word limits him, but for the sake of being different, I'm going to go yes. with Jay Jettas and I, as much as I hate to, I'm going to fade CD a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think for the Vikings to win, they're going to have to go to, Jefferson more than uh, Dallas is going to have to go to CD. Uh, so hopefully Jay Jettas edges them out by at least one. Yeah. Uh, this one is a completely dependent on whether or not he actually plays this week. We're going to go with Mike Williams. Will he lead yeah. the chargers in the receiving categories of receptions, yards, receiving touchdowns? So just a yes or no, basically. Yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to go with no, just because he, he, I mean, it's either he's going to blow by it or he's not. I guess his only bad game recently before he got injured was Denver. And of course that's Denver. I don't know. It's just, I got Herbert has really pissed me off all year as my quarterback. And just like, he looks good, but he just doesn't put any numbers. And again, he has none of his weapons. Hey, everyone's saying, hey, this schedule is lining up for Herbert to be like the guy, you know, down the stretch that could put right. he's not going to lead my team to a championship. I'll tell you that much, but maybe a potential team. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just got to believe it to see it uh, for Mike Williams. So I'll go no. I'm going no as well for the simple fact that I think uh, Austin Eckler will be the guy to lead at least in receptions. Sure. Uh, just they dump it off to him about eight to 10 times a game. He gets just as many catches as a receiver does. Uh, Mike Williams, I think if this was just receiving yards, probably would go yes. Uh, but who knows? He might not even play this week. 
Right. And it's, it's weird. I mean, ESPN is projecting him as like a top 10 receiver, which is kind of crazy. But again, a lot of receivers are off because of bye. Right. And there, I'm assuming there's still going to be no Keenan Allen. Uh, right. So could be a good game for him. Let's get to the tight end position. We're going to go with Cole Komet going up against Atlanta. Is he going to have higher or lower than 15 fantasy points this week, keeping it kind of uh moderate there as he's had 22 and 23 in the last two weeks i th- I picked him up and i'm really excited about it in a league um yeah i mean god he, they're looking for him in the end zone i mean he's five touchdowns the last three games <laughs> yeah uh my goodness and yet he's getting no love in the projections i guess he is questionable but i'm sorry what was the uh overall question uh high or lower 15 fantasy points Let's go over. Yeah, let's go. Uh, you said it. You kind of talked about it on the show where it was like, uh, you know, they're looking to him. Uh, it's Justin Fields, and he's the guy reaping the benefits of his 100 passing yards. Right, yeah. And the, I, I don't know if uh, any other receiver, except for maybe one that has a touchdown uh, over the past few weeks, because it is just Justin Fields. He's got two passing touchdowns and they're both to Cole commit. Right. So I just like it. I'm going higher than 15 as well. And then this one, uh, again, dependent, I guess, on whether or not uh, Darren Waller plays, I'm going to assume he's not going to. So we're going to go with Foster Moreau, that backup going up against Denver. Is he going to have higher or lower than 10 fantasy points uh, this coming week? He had 13.3 last week. Yeah, another guy I targeted because I think Waller's on IR, but potentially could return, um, you know, later in the season. I could be wrong on that, but uh, yep, we just need the touchdown. I'll go over. Denver worries me, but uh, we'll find out, I guess. Foster. I'm going to go under. We'll play it a little risky, and we have pretty much the same picks on all of these. So Mm -hmm. uh, if I'm going to go different, it'll be on a backup tight end for sure. Going (laughs) up against Denver. Yep. Denver worries me for a different reason. They have given up some big plays to tight ends, uh, but they are a good defense. So we'll see what happens there. All right, so let's see if I can gain back a couple points and props. Let's see if I can even up the score in DFS this week. Uh, both, our, both our lineups looking pretty good there, and we'll see if I can go. Let's see, how many picks did I have? Four. See if I can go four for four this week, make it seven for seven in the last two weeks. Yeah, uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, so that is it for today, guys. I want to thank Dylan for being in with us again today. And uh, don't forget to go check out all of his content. Uh, YouTube throws a – you throw out a bunch of betting stuff on Twitter as well, don't you? Yeah, so basically uh, you can just follow me on Twitter at Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N underscore Corbett, C-O-R-B-E-T. Um, yeah, basically I'm betting every day. So you can see my picks there on one of my, uh, kind of side Twitter accounts. And then, uh, yeah, just posting out content that you can see on my, uh, kind of main Twitter feed. What have, what have you thought about, uh, Elon's Twitter? Uh, are we all doomed or it's been same? All right. Yeah. We, we may not have Twitter here in a while, guys. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> he, what was it? He said a couple days ago, Twitter might go bankrupt. Just go belly up right yeah, after it, he buys them. I, I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> He said he's working harder than he ever has in his life uh, oh. for like Twitter 2.0. I guess I feel like only wait and see. I feel like he probably hasn't really ever worked that hard after making money, you know, <laughs> as everybody True, else right. do it. But hey, 
maybe he wouldn't have to work so hard if he didn't fire everyone. I mean, maybe, I <laughs> right? Yeah, and hire uh, the you know parody guys, Ligma and Johnson. All right, but that is it for today, guys. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next week.